We are officially recording. Oh, oh, oh. Ah. Always sneak it up on me. It's the only way I can get you to move, Seth. I'm here. I'm moved. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. But are you ready? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm only one flick of the wrist away. That flick being flicking down my... Flicking your bean. Flicking the my bean. The proverbial bean. <laughs> Pro- proverbial bean. Uh, welcome to... You're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I'm a little bit shocked. Yeah? Yeah. Just Shock and awe? At, yeah, I mean, we, 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 uh, can we dive right into it? Sure. Yeah, so the song that we're going to do is, uh, today is by Elton John, and I mean, I don't know Island about, Girl. Uh, yeah, Island Girl, thank you. But I, I don't know about you, but all the, uh, you know, I associate Elton John with good music. And we've just run down I've, uh, more than a couple of songs here uh, in his catalog that I just didn't realize were complete shit, man. Yeah. So I'm a little bit shocked as we get going. How's your day so far? Uh, it's short. I mean, we we got a little bit of a uh, we got a little bit of an uh, early record today. Yeah, yeah. Usually we record around five, six o'clock, something like that. Mm-hmm. Today it's uh, ten thirty on a Sunday morning. Patriots currently losing. Patriots currently losing to the Colts. Um, Dolphins have the bye week. But how was your week? It was it was okay. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I was in Champaign, Illinois for work. That's right. So a little bit of traveling. Um, so that was nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, very very quick trip. I did get to go to Hands, Oh, which is a restaurant that used to be in Cape Coral. Oh. I fell in love with their Southwest Chicken Wrap. I have not been able to have it for like fifteen or twenty years, and oh. I got to have one. And they are still stupendous. Did it live up to the Cape it Coral did. rap? It did. Oh. It was amazing. Had you it was just it? one of those things where it's like, you know, <coughs> you get to have something you haven't had in so long. And you are and you used to love it. And it's like, will this be as good as it once was? Kind of like how the McRib was mm-hmm. once upon a time for me. Um, Chipotle was that Which way is also me. back, by the way. Yes, it is. Um, and there's one in Sarasota. Hmm. Uh, a McDonald's in Sarasota. So I'll have to see whether or not... Uh, I can get down there soon, maybe maybe this week to Sarasota. Yeah, or get up there, there all the time. So I've got to check it out. Please do. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> how was your week? It was good. Uh, daughter won. Uh, she she came in fourth at the Lee County Championship. She had a very very bad cold uh, in her running competition. She was officially for this year the fourth fastest middle school girl in Lee County. She was a sixth grader, and the girls that beat her were all huge. Um, I truly believe if she hadn't had that cold, she would have won. But next year, I think she's going to eat everybody's lunch, I hope. I think she'll be uh, right up there at the top. I think she'll, uh, she'll do real well. I got a kid that's just fantastic and driven, and it's wonderful. It's, uh, everybody's kid should be this easy to raise. I'm saying that now, and then two years from now, I'm going to come in here like, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with this kid? What's, but, what's uh, happened? Yeah, what happened? But no, uh, it was, it's good. It's wonderful. That's been a good part of my week. Uh, it was slow work-wise. It's going to get busy this week. I know that. But um, I had to I had to sit there two weeks ago and look at my phone and I looked down. I had to look at my phone um, and I saw a text message come in or a mess Facebook message come in from a guy that I've known for a long time. His name's Vance. 
Uh, he played in a lot of bands here in Fort Myers, and he said, you know, if you haven't looked at this song now, you have to look at it. And I did, and I immediately sent it to Mark. And I think that's it me. had, that's you, I think it had the same impression on you that it did me. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wasn't aware of it before this. Yes, I, I was. Uh, I was pretty, pretty shocked. Um, for those of you who do not know, uh, we haven't done an Elton John song yet. No. That we've been talking about doing one in particular with John. Yes. Which I'm we will glad hopefully we're doing get this to one some first, point. though. Yeah. Because I like the other one. So what can we tell you about Reginald Dwight that you don't already know? Mm. Um, obviously a very accomplished uh, pianist and singer um, known for his druggy heyday, uh, wearing many different outfits and uh, glasses, etc., um, and has written some amazing music along with Bernie Taupin, who I guess if you really get down to it, he's the person that we have the... Uh, the real axe to grind here for this episode. Well, we can take it deeper if we're going to talk about the music, Mark, on this song. Well, we can definitely take it deeper because this song is plagued in a couple different ways. Um, bad in every way. <laughs> yeah, just very, I, you know, I, the term I would use for this song is misguided. Um, I, I just feel like this is... The song and the lyrics to it and the, the music for it just come across like they would be in a mockumentary or something, you know? <laughs> this reminds me of, like, something that the band from Get Him to the Greek would release. <laughs> it it has this heavy energy of, it like, is. you're not trying to be an idiot, but you just are. It's just happening. Um, the song... Just- I I I I was in shock at how bad at first the first thing that struck me about it was how bad the damn music was. It is he is known for making good music. I it is really bad. don't like it. Yeah, it has a feeling sort of of like um a lot of his stuff has a sor- certain formula uh from this era. Um and this reminds me of like uh Philadelphia Freedom or something like that. Mm but where they tried to like make it Jamaican. It's like, do Philadelphia freedom, but Jamaican freedom. Um, but no one really showed them how to play ska or reggae. Um, this song came on the album Rock of the Westies, which is a spoonerism of West of the Rockies, uh, thinking they were being clever. The album was released in 1975, and it was uh, actually recorded in Colorado. Uh, which is why uh, I guess they chose that name. This came after um, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. That raises no questions. No. No, nothing. Nothing there. Nothing can shake you in that title. Um, <laughs> Brown Dirt Cowboy. Yep. Just. Yep, it's right there. There it is. It was written and now it's here. <laughs> there was Where there once was nothing, there is now Brown Dirt Cowboy. <laughs> And the dirt around him. Yes. Um, so they put out this album. I, I feel like um, nothing could phase him at this point. He's just kind of putting out whatever the fuck he wants to. And among those things uh, was this song, Island Girl. Well, and, I mean, this was still, I guess, kind of early for him. Yeah. I mean, he had already put out, uh, was Goodbye Yellow Brick Road before this? Yes. And Captain Fantastic. I think we're, we're still Honky Chateau, which are all the best of uh, of what he did i mean in my opinion now don't get me wrong 
He did some great stuff later on. Of course, we know him from the singles, I'm Still Standing, the work that he did with Kiki D, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. That's Who sings all backing, tr- backing vocals on, on this, this song. Yeah. Um, but, and then many Which I cannot songs. imagine her <laughs> no. looking at the lyrics and being like... Dealing with it. Yeah, I'll sing this. And he probably just looked at her and said, would you like another home? Would you like another car? And she's like, oh, sure. You know, I mean, because at this point he was, you know, he was drowning in cash. Well, this song also is the B side for this song is a is a song with Kiki D. Oh, really? That was written by her called "Sugar on the Floor." Oh, I want to hear that. Um, and that came out, of course, before "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Nineteen seventy six mm. is when "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" came. Out. Don't go breaking my heart. Which I is, couldn't if I tried. How do you feel about that song? I mean, it's great. I love that song. It's a great it's fucking such a song. Good it song. Rules. Yeah. I mean, and look, I mean, don't let the sun go down on me no. still gives me chills. Um, he has written so much good stuff. Um, but this song, Honky Cat. Misguided. Like Honky Cat. Get back. Dude, that song's oh, so yeah. good, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's his uh, yeah. Dr. John impression. Exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think a lot of times, Mark, that'll, that um, I think he was approached by people or maybe he thought of maybe by friends and they were like, hey, let's make something in this New Orleans style. Let's make something in this. You know, this this tip this. Well, obviously, I think English ballads are his hallmark, but somebody came along and he might have watched uh, a McDonald's commercial uh, with a guy with dreadlocks in it. And then someone mm-hmm. said, hey, you ever been in Jamaica? No. We'll write a song about it. And then he took what he could from the McDonald's commercial with dreadlocks and made a song about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to talk about before we get into this, because you, I know you'll appreciate this and maybe some listeners will. Uh, I recently saw a video of the Ringo Starr. All have you heard the new Beatles song? Yeah. How do you feel about it? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not. I'm not really. I, I. I didn't feel it very much, to be honest with you. That's fair. But it's only. I've only heard it once. The more you listen to it, I think the more you like it. That's okay. in my case. Right. When I first heard it, I felt very strange. I am. So the more I listened to it, the more I was like, okay, to say anything bad about. Have you, the so you haven't seen the music video. I have, and that okay. did actually. That's that's how I saw it, and that's oh, how I okay, heard okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. And there's m- little flickering moments where I'm the 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 nostalgic Beatles fan in me goes, sure. "Oh, ooh, uh, yeah. and the end where they do the the yeah, bow. The, it's yeah. like, oh boy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, because I've been I've been I've been watching a lot and listening to a lot of Beatles stuff. Just finished watching Get Back for. I think the third time I watched it twice. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm going to start. Well, I've kind of already started watching it the fourth time. Um, so I received a video, uh, via YouTube, um, about, uh, of, uh, Ringo Starr and his all-star band. And they, if you don't know, Ringo Starr basically gets a bunch of musicians who are way better than him to play a bunch of songs from the bands that they used to be in. Um, and he sits there and plays drums, but he's basically just like a mantelpiece. He doesn't really do much of anything. One of the people playing with him, Steve Lukather from Toto, right and they do Hold the Line, Rosanna, and uh, Africa, <laughs> all of which Ringo Starr has no business being in the realm of Jeff Picaro, the drummer of Toto at the time. I mean, Ringo Starr is a, is a great drummer. He is, I, I don't shit on him for his drumming in the Beatles. He did a very specific job and he did it very well. Jeff Picaro, this would be like comparing like, you know, dinosaur chicken nuggets to, you know, the finest steak from the finest steakhouse in the world. I mean, Jeff Picaro is just like a world-class drummer 
as to where Ringo Starr is just a good drummer. Would you you look like you disagree? Well, it, it's it's different. The, the comparison it is, different. is different. It is yeah, different. It's, it's very but different. Jeff Picaro is just much more advanced. There's a lovableness to Ringo through his drumming. I'm not talking about personality. I'm just I know, talking I know, about yes. like as far oh, as, as, far like as techni- ability to play. Yes, techni- yes. Te- technique, technique, artistry. Yes, Ringo's right there with him. Technique. I'm sorry, Picaro's incredible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, this this forced me to look up the ori- the the origins of the the Ringo Starr All Star Band. This was. The Ringo Starr All-Star Band in 1989 when it was first put together. Right. Ringo Starr, of course. Joe Walsh. Wow. Nils Lofgren. Wow. Billy Preston. Jesus. Dr. John. What the fuck? Rick Danko. Are you- no. Levon Helm. Jim Keltner. And Clarence Clemens. Holy shit. Is that not fucking insane? That would have been the greatest fucking show ever to see live, dude. Reveal here. Rink, Rick Danko might be my favorite bass player ever. And he one might, of my favorite. I love his vocals. His vocals are just fucking incredible. I mean, as far he's like, he is the hidden. Of course, we all know about Manuel. We, everybody loves Levon Hell. And we all talk about Robbie Rogerson, his guitar players, not his vocals. In my opinion, Rick Danko is far and away the most underrated part of the band. It makes no difference on um, The Last Waltz. It might be my favorite part of it. Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, his, his singing on that. Oh, God. His, so good. his bass playing on Caravan with Van, mm-hmm. Van Morrison is watch his hands on that. Yeah. It's just fucking incredible. Okay, so anyway. All right, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Right, you're well, fine. Let's, let's move on. So, I mean, you know. As someone who loves reggae and ska music, um, you, the, you know, the, the story here is that a bunch of people from Jamaica were shipped to England and um, brought their music with them, which started the second wave of ska, um, where uh, different people like Jerry Dahmers and the members of the specials, specials. and the selector... Etc. started mixing kind of like punky, um, like rock and punk music with ska um, to make something that was unlike the first wave, very distinct from, um, but was held a lot of the same sounds. Rhythmic value. I, a rhythmic value is a yeah. good way to put it. <coughs> this song came out right when Bob Marley really first started mm getting catch a big. fire yeah catch a fire 73 so so um you know and i think we talked about it before but in part from at, at the at the attempt of um elton or uh eric clapton mm-hmm. to try and you know, he's like this you should hear this stuff right. and cover i shot the sheriff i shot yeah. the sheriff etc so this is a big whiff <laughs> Because as far as sounding islandy or sounding um, Jamaican, it does a piss poor job. It's, it's terrible, and it's it's like a cartoon of Jamaican music. Yeah, someone was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna get a marimba and play some notes during like the intro," and that's what Jamaican music is like. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> who who let you who let you in? Who let you do this? Who hurt you? Uh, it's absolutely terrible. It has. It has. Mark, would you say that Jamaican music is known for having groove? 
Yeah. It has zero groove. I mean, there is zero yeah, groove to this. They try to groove. So this is the other thing. So bad. They try to groove these little interstitial intros that have this slide guitar that goes, for some reason, screams at you. Sounds like a cat caught an electric wire. Sounds closer to something in Hawaii than it does in Jamaica. Oh, yeah, say nice things about Hawaii after you say that, please, so we can make Well, I mean, it's like it's slide guitar is not a, a Jamaican instrument yeah it, i mean tr- they're shooting for slack key kind exactly of. Yeah. which is but Hawaiian. It, but it doesn't even sound like it's shit it is it's it terrible is really bad it's like someone said oh island hawaii is an island they use this kind of guitar someone like fiddled around with it to like make that which doesn't even sound like it's it goes very well in the key and then that's all they could do, so that's all they did. And it's way forward in the mix. Oh, it's very loud. <laughs> it's right up there. Whereas it's like Slack terrible. Key tends to hang back. It's subdued. Yeah. This is not. It's just it punches you right in the face. Man, it, there's there's um, there's uh, there's all kinds of other things that go on throughout the song that are problematic that try to make it give it like some sort of Caribbean flavor that it just fails on every level with. Well, and the only time that it tries, it attempts to sound island. There's no singing. It's just that do 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 which is terrible. There there are no offbeats to make it sound right, right. I mean there's not even like yeah, there's not even any like ska or or reggae elements. Zero groove. And then all of a sudden it goes in like typical Elton John like uh, montage sounding Very Nordic four four. <laughs> <laughs> yes, an extremely Nordic four four. Yeah, it sounds like you're rushing toward Valhalla. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's get this let's get this shit. Yeah, done. let's let's go into these lyrics because it, it just gets shitty and racist. Yeah, I mean, the lyrics. I mean, the We're saying line. all this bad stuff about the music. The yes, lyrics stand the on their lyrics, own. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I do want to mention real quick before we get started. I know we always do this. This song has not been performed by him since 1990. Good. He knows he he elton you know yeah you know what you did i see your teeth flash jamaican honey so sweet down where lexington cross 47th street oh she's a big girl she's standing six foot three Turning tricks for the dudes in the big city. Just because we're there, that big city, that it's the it's a very clunky meter when that comes in. Oh, it's yeah. the worst of the worst of his writing. Is it's big city? It just it's it's town. It sounds really really bad. Mm. Sounds like he's just tripping all over his tongue. And he is. Yeah, but man, how how hurtful. How. <laughs> How how spine grating is it at the first thing that you address? Kiki D has just to be sitting there like, what the fuck am I? Doing? Her head is in her hands. This better be fucking worth is it. He, is he addresses the big white teeth smile? That's like a caricature. I see your teeth flash. Oh my god! Jamaican honey, so sweet. I mean, this is up there with brown sugar. This makes brown sugar sound downright intellectual. How come you taste so good, brown sugar, just like a black girl should? Uh, we we from that we get Jamaican honey, so sweet. Um, you know, down where Lexington cross Forty Seventh Street, um, it's just a uh, it's uh, apparently according to um, according to uh, Genius, 
This is an intersection yeah. in New York City, the location of the Roger Smith Hotel. That's correct, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I'm guessing that was done on purpose. Yeah. Um, we spent a lot of time in New York at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And then, of course, uh, she's a big girl. We have to point out that the island girl is a big girl mm. standing six foot three. This island girl's a sturdy girl. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, uh, Bernie Taupin. Uh, turning tricks for the dudes in the big city. Uh, so, I mean, enough of that, right? I mean, let's just, we're just, I, I, I'm just, I'm taken, I'm taken by Bernie. Bernie, if you could answer, uh, you're so complimentary in your descriptions and, and, and the portraits that you paint vocally and lyrically about people that this just falls so far flat, um, in, uh, in, in what you do. How did it go from, you know, goodbye, yellow brick road to she's six foot three. Uh, yeah, it's it's really really bad. Yeah, I mean it's not it doesn't paint a flattering picture. Now you could make the case maybe he's being honest. Maybe he's just trying to paint an accurate picture of what's going on. All right, now let's give some agency to her and some actions. It gets worse. Yeah. So then we get the chorus. Island girl, what you wantin' with your white man's world? Island girl. Black boy want you in his island world. He want to take you from your racket boss. He want to save you, but the cause is lost. Island girl, island girl, island girl, very high. Tell me what you want with your white man's world. And then it stops, and then it does the stupid intro again with a. That cat. Uh. Can we take the time just right now to address, before we go to the beginning of this uh, chorus, that this song is infinitely better than Island Boy by the Island Boys. So if there's any rede- redemptive value to this song right there, it, it, that, that's it. That's, that's, that's as far as it goes. The two brothers that were tongue kissing? Yeah. Yeah. The Island Boys. Well, we'll give it that. Island Girl, They're what you've Cuban got going B. for you is that they are... That you are better than the Island Boys. You did see that. We are Island Boys, even though we grew up in West Palm Beach. We're Cuban B. Yes, they are Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. <laughs> um, how do we even crack into this chorus? Um, what you wantin' with your white man's world is uh, to call this woman into question because she might be trying to move up to better her life. And yes, it is through... Probably, I think we're going to come to the conclusion that it's sex work. But to call that into question when this woman is just trying to make a living and get out of uh, what might be a desperate situation in Jamaica, let's face it, it's a difficult place to live. And then to call it into question, what you wanting in this white man's girl just should not come out of the mouth of neither Bernie or or Elton at this point or whoever the character is because he's obviously a white man, I think, in the song. I think that's who the narrator is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I read an article uh, that talks a little bit about this song mm-hmm. um, called uh, from Far Out Magazine. Wow, man. Um, and uh, it says, as if those first five words weren't bad enough, <laughs> the teeth flashed. Yeah. 
Taupin then attempts to switch lenses and speak from the perspective of the girl's Jamaican partner, who wonders what she wants with, quote, the white man's world. Mm. The issue is Taupin has already established that he's speaking from the perspective of a white onlooker, one who seems to be both aroused and disturbed by the idea of a sexualized black woman. Um, And then it goes on to talk about some of the fucking atrocious lyrics that we have coming down the pike here. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, with your white man's world, uh, I mean... It's extremely condescending. It's it just really is. It's so it's so problematic. It almost hurts my brain trying to think of all the ways you can hear the tone reading it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, just to to refer to her as Island Girl, like she doesn't even she has no Could, name. Couldn't Bernie have given her a name? Yeah. You know, nothing. Yeah. I mean, just that. Still could have called the song Island Girl. Big just woman who's six foot three with a white smile. And I mean, we've talked before about um, lack of agency. She's basically the product of a tug of war between white Johns in the big city and a black boy who wants to, who's also just black boy, who wants to take her back um, to Jamaica, apparently. And then to say that she wants to, he wants to take her from the racket boss, her pimp, uh, he wants to take her, but the cause is lost. That she's so far gone <laughs> that it's not worth him doing it, I guess? This isn't Southern Gothic, man. This is just sad. It's not <laughs> it's, ironically it's, sad. No. It's not beautifully sad. It's just sad. Yeah. It's just stupid sad. And then, uh, and then to say that... How do I phrase this? To say that, like, oh, well, the cause is lost... And then to turn, so basically to say, like, there's no point. She's not savable. But then to wrap up the chorus with what, what you, you want, want with the white man's world. And it's like, well, at this point, we've already surmised that it doesn't really, I, I think I think that the lyrics have surmised that it doesn't really matter because she's just a goner. So it, it, it feels like in, in, in addition to all the racism and anti-sex work of this song, etc. It's also like still kind of asking the question when it doesn't seem like the that the answer really matters to the person who's asking. It sounds to me like he's kicking her when she's down. Exactly. Yeah. That's I mean, that's a much more precise way to put it. It's just like you know, it's 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 just it's it's shitty. It, so it's we... very shitty. What do you want? And oh, look at you trying to better yourself and with the with the with the very limited means that you have. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. So then we get a very strange second verse after the annoying intro. Well, she's black as coal, but she burn like a fire. And she wrap herself around you like a well-worn tire. You feel her nail scratch your back just like a rake. Oh, he one more gone. He one more John who make the mistake. I mean, this song is so it is so punching down. This is when we talk about that term. This is it, man. Yeah, it really, really is. We start the first verse with you see her teeth flash. And the second one is she's as black as coal. Hey, if you haven't figured it out yet. She's a black person. She's an African lady. 
I mean, how many times can we just say the word black? If if the, let me, Kiki D must have been just like digging her nails into her palm, like, oh my Christ! Like I, I picture her like they're sitting in a rocking chair, whittling on a stick, <laughs> dreaming of the ways that she's going to skewer Elton with it. Yeah, you know, I mean, bring me Dern, uh, Bernie Jesus. Taupin. It, it, I got. I do have to say, Mark, that if there's any, I can't say redeeming line, in, but I mean, slightly acceptable line in all of this in all of verse two i should say i mean i don't want to say all of this is she's black as coal but she burned like fire you could almost construe that as a compliment because uh, i mean there's I girls that are black skinned out there that burn like fire that i that you are attractive i mean that are attractive man well i don't know that could be in another song and it'd be okay well so i guess it depends on what you mean burn like fire um with the end of the second verse um, I mean, I think to, uh, I think most women, if you ask them, the only compliment I'm gonna give you in a song is that you're hot. They'd be like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Fuck off. If that's all you got for me, you can eat my shit. Um, however, I think the burn like fire, I think is supposed to be relating. Well, so she wrapped herself around you like a well-worn tire. I don't know what that means. Are we going to come back to burn like fire? Yeah. Okay. We okay, will. That's fine. Um, she wrapped herself that, around you like a well-worn tire. Putting tire into a descriptor of a lady is insulting on, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is insert the world. It could be you're the most beautiful tire in the world. It's still fucking insulting. Yeah, but it's like. not. It, it draws up pictures as a, as, as a, as a, as a dark-skinned Michelin woman. How does you a know? well-worn tire wrap around somebody? Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It's. And then also, why is she wrapping herself around you? Is she, are you saying, like, when you have sex with her, if you pay for her services, is it something else? We don't really ever find out. But then the then you have you feel her nail scratch your back just like a rake. A rake? Okay. Mm. Uh, you, you're talking about one nail that scratches like a rake, I guess. A nail. Her singular nail. So singular what do nail. you take from, oh, he one more gone, he one more John who make the mistake? That... Believe it or not, that's the most insulting fucking thing in this verse. So what why you, did he make a mistake? So the genius annotation says the song's namesake prostitute island girl may in fact be a murderer. That's what genius. Oh, oh, you're talking about the overall. So if if we're talking about the burn like fire mm. and then her scratching his back mm. and then he's a John who makes a mistake. Are we now talking about. People coming here from another island and killing people. Huh. I, 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 you know, I, I don't see Bernie going this deep. Well, I Do mean, you? I, I, well, we then have to ask, well, okay, there's definitely something wrong. No matter what it is, the idea that the guy made a mistake, another John made a mistake. Uh-huh. What are the things that this could mean? Could mean that she's murdering people. Could well, let's, let's let, let me just let me just sum it all up with this. It's not good. No, no, it's not. Good. <laughs> Whatever it is that another jo- <laughs> another John made the same mistake, whether it be an STD or being robbed or being murdered, it is adding to the opinion of xenophobia of people that come here from other countries are you know are people who push crime. And who do negative things to right, our country? They're wrapped up in vice. Yeah, it, it just yeah. it ex, it exploits the idea 
of xenophobia and shittiness. And it's that's probably its biggest, in my opinion, um, might be its biggest failing failing. Mm. And the articles, there were two articles I read, because like I said, he hasn't done this since 1990. Um, one of the articles was from Far Out Magazine. The other one was from Rolling Stone. And neither of them really mentioned this specific line as being an issue. They just kind of talked about the the racism of it. Um, in the Rolling Stone article, the song in question is Island Girl, a reggae-infused tune. No, it isn't. It is not reggae-infused at all. Way, in any way, shape, there is nothing reggae-esque about it. Mm-hmm. There's Listen, the one thing you at least have to have for reggae is an offbeat. And this song has nary an offbeat in the whole bunch. I tried listening a couple times, and I never heard an offbeat. Maybe I missed it or something, but... Um, and if the slide guitar and marimba are supposed to impart some sort of Caribbean vibe, they fall more in line with, like, Frank Zappa than they do... Yeah, you know, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, than they do anything absolutely. remotely Caribbean. If When I think... And, I'm, and I'm, by when that, I, I think mean slack, even bad Frank When I think slack guitar and marimba, even marimba, when I think marimba, mm-hmm. I think of not Jamaica... Not to say that there's no marimba in Jamaican music or what have you, but I mean, like, I think more, again, like, I think more Pacific okay. islands, I guess, like right. like Hawaii, Yeah. Uh, than I do, you know, it's just like someone picked a fucking island and just said, good enough. Are black people there? Who cares? Well, we're going to say black a hundred times. Well, fuck it. Um, just uh, that hit, just as Bob Marley started scoring hits and American pop audiences <clears throat> became curious about Jamaican culture. The lyrics about a Jamaican woman turning tricks for the dudes in the big city are beyond problematic by 2018 standards, but the world was a very different place in 1975. Elton and Bernie were also on a lot of drugs back then, which I guess they're trying to say that that's like... Is that an excuse? If there is an excuse, that's it. Um, But it's pretty lame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it and it mentions that a lot of people forgot that this song existed, and I didn't even know it existed until yeah. uh, Vance mentioned. God, it. if they wanted it buried, they did a good job of it. Yeah, yeah. Thank absolutely. you, Vance. By the way, yes. Uh, well, I think. <laughs> well, for point. For, yeah, no, no, for no. Podcast thank, fodder. Thank you. thank you for scarring us with another horrific, stereotypical depiction of Caribbean people. Uh, shame on you, Vance. In the words of me last time, someone tried to hand me a crack pipe. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> uh, then we have the chorus again. Island girl, what you wantin' with your white man's world. Island girl, black boy want you in his island world. He want to take you from your racket, boss. He want to save you, but the cause is lost. Island girl, island girl, island girl. Tell me what you wantin' with your white man's world. And every every ending of this sounds like it's gonna go bump bump bottom bump, but instead it stops and it does that all over again. Yeah. Um, Can we go back to one lyric? I sure. want I want I want your opinion. Uh, one of the ones he want to save you, but the cause is lost. Now we've addressed that whole why is the cause lost, but the real issue I think in that is he want to save you. You know, you're you're absolutely right. Is, I, we looked right over that. that we is, went right over that. You're it's you're a absolutely right. Huge fucking problem of you know. Can this woman not take care of herself? Can she not? Does do you always have to have some dude come in and sweep a woman away from her terrible situation? And he he 
I'm going to guess, I'm just going to guess, that he knows nothing of her situation. Yeah, you know, probably. Uh, um, this is like... Uh, he doesn't go home and sleep with her every night. Yeah. Maybe one, but you know, he doesn't know what she feels when all the Johns are away. He doesn't know how things are going for her, and that sucks. What's the terminology in movie, movies of the magical Negro? Um, <laughs> but a magical Negro for a black woman who's trying... It's like, it's like a hat on a hat of... Oh, these poor people just can't do it on their own. And also, here's a a person that's only existence is to help along a white person. But in this case, it's a black woman living in a white man's world. And also this whole concept of like Jamaica is the black man's world and the big city is the white man's world. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. It's all. Yeah, I know this is going to sound like a strange comparison. Did you see Finding Nemo? I did not. What he There's a scene where he takes Nemo, where Nemo is, is abducted from the reef by this guy. He turns out to be a dentist. He puts Nemo, the little clownfish, into his aquarium in his office. And when his little niece comes in, she goes, where'd you get him? And the guy goes, I rescued him from the reef. As if he needed to take him away from that situation mm-hmm. and fix everything. Whenever I heard that line, it always grated on me in that movie. You know, as if I'm, I'm going to come in and sweep you away and, and take care of you and, and, and uh, take you away from the dangers in this world. That you should, in all honesty, be able to face on your own so that it builds some sort of character in you. Yeah. You know, it, 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 that, it, when people, you know, think that there are people that I know out there that, 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 uh, that take animals from wild spaces and they just assume I've saved them. Maybe you've lengthened the life of the animal. But things exist in certain environments for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and sometimes that, you know, sometimes it's hurtful. Sometimes it's great. You don't really know, but they exist there for a reason. Um, so as I mentioned before in the Far Out article, he goes on to say, well, she's black as coal, but she burned like a fire and she wrapped herself around you like a well-worn tire. It's got all that. And then it says, yep, that's some pretty strong stuff. And yet Island Girl went on to number one. Uh, on release in November 1975, giving Elton John his fifth U.S. chart topper. Wow. It was performed during live shows for another 15 years before being retired, as I mentioned before, in 1990. Um, this song sold just over 1 million copies and also reached the top 20 in Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and the U.K. Um, it was number one for three weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S. Elton John's final number one single as a solo artist for 22 years. Wow. Holy shit. Really? Yes. Yeah, but he came back in a big way, man. I wonder if, if the one that came back was uh, I'm Still Standing. No, that wasn't 22 years later. Um, probably like Circle of Life or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess one men- thing I'll mention is that there, in between the last two choruses... There's that little like Mellotron and ARP synthesizer solo where it's doing kind of yeah. like the vocal melody. That part sounds kind of cool. <laughs> Everything else the clock's is always right two times forgettable. Yeah. A broken clock, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you think, man? We've we've last week we dealt with a real bad. We, you know, <laughs> when we did that Buck Cherry song. That just flew things through the roof. Uh, we've uh, w- this 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 is it, we're still up there, man. We're still way up there. Um, the fact that we don't get a whole lot more information than what we've gotten uh, kind of lowers it from the others. Uh, I don't see anyone in the situations 
that are provided being particularly wounded beyond repair. Um, I don't see them being hurt. However, when you approach it from all of the underlying issues, there's major problems everywhere, all over the place. So for that, I'm not going to give it the astronomical numbers that we had with like Buck Cherry and last week. You know, um, it's it's still, but it's still going to be very high. I'm going to give it a a, a six. I'm not even a 69, a 6.9. There you go. Yeah, 6.9. Yeah, I mean, creepy, it's, you know, I know we kind of run into this, and I think that the creep factor has kind of become a catch-all for just kind of like problematic or what have you. Um, there, I mean, not to say that there's not some creep here, but mostly it's just like racism and uh, anti-sex work um, and, um, you know, fetish, you know, fetishizing, um it's like a it's like it's like a free-for-all in the words of ted nugent it's a free-for-all that was ted nugent right yeah okay um yeah uh, i will go ahead and i will rate this um as far as creepy i mean i'll give it a i'll give it a flat five okay right in the middle now i mean if we're talking about problematic and like bad taste and looking back at 2023 and being like, what the fuck has happened? <laughs> I would give it like a nine like something. A nine. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as far as creep is concerned, I'll give it a flat five. I, I, I do have to point out something. The He want to save you, but the cause is lost. For some reason, rings very, very, very creepy to me. I oh, I mean, it is. I just, I, it's, it's a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I, that savior complex, it gets weird. But yeah, I don't know if I'd say that's, I mean. It is to me. Yeah, I, that's I, fair. I that's, fair. From, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, so that is uh, Island Girl, a song that I did not know it existed. That was kind of quick. Before uh, Vance uh, brought up only two verses. Yeah. And a repeating chorus, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say at the end, it does the Island Girl, <laughs> tell me what you want in. Island Girl, tell me what you want in. Island Girl, tell me what you want in the white man's world. Bum, bum, bada, bum. <laughs> it, and it, it just keeps going back to that fucking intro, and it's so bad. I can't say enough. It might be my least favorite musical thing that happens in this podcast. Ooh, that's saying something. <laughs> it's that's... it's very annoying. Right up there with the uh, with the uh, jailhouse rock guitar solo. I know how much you hate that. <laughs> also one. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're neck and neck. Next up, we're going to do a song that I don't know if you even know that we have on the list. I'm not sure. Okay. We're going to do Mission. Paul Anka's "You're Having My Baby." I didn't see it on the list. Yeah, I've got a couple that I added on there that I might have snuck under your nose, so okay. you might want to check them out. Uh, but we got some goodies that a couple people, Terry Lynn uh, mentioned another one to me that I added, oh. um, and we've oh. got a couple of other goodies. So, um, But this Paul Anka song, I think, I can't remember, I'm terrible about this, I'm so sorry guys, uh, but someone had mentioned um, this song to me and I was, I was fully bowled over. Really? buy it um, had you never heard it before no oh i have okay yeah, i do know this song well good yeah it's pretty weird yeah um <laughs> but yeah so go ahead and listen to paul Inka's you're having my baby the your is in in uh parentheses mm -hmm. so the song is technically titled having my baby mm -hmm. but it's you're having my baby um and then uh we will be back seth uh anything you want to say before we finish thank up you out there to everybody that listens to this podcast we appreciate you we love you Please stick around. Tell two friends. Tell, have them tell two friends. Uh, go on the social media sites. Talk with us about these horrible, horrible, in this case, horrible songs. Or a great song with lyrics that, you know, we should highlight. Please come back. Keep up the feedback, Mark. Guys, 
Seth said it best. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Um, we uh, th- this is episode one fifty one. I should mention we. I totally whiffed on mentioning that last episode was episode one fifty. So this is episode one fifty one. Um, looking forward to doing a bunch more of these. Um, and uh, hopefully we have enough songs to keep shitting all over. There's tons. Or or pulling back the uh, the tarp on at least. Uh, so we will be back next Monday with Paul Anka's You're Having My Baby. And we will talk to you then on another episode of Lyrics to Go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>